0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, the Falcons offensive line probably going to look different coming up in the first preseason game on Friday. Bring Roquan home. And, you know, how long is Ian Anderson going to stay down in the minors? We'll talk about all that next. It is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Welcome to another edition of Hitting Hard with John Chuck. We're here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. We ask you to head to youtube.com. When you get there, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. Hit that subscribe button when you find our page. Leave us a comment there. And, of course, we are free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Leave us a five-star review. And then, of course, follow me on my personal Twitter page. That would be at jmch 3 1-6. So we get ready for Falcons first preseason game coming up on Friday in Detroit against the Lions and one of the things that I'm going to be watching because I do believe that we're going to get some changes is on the Falcons offensive line. So if I had to guess right now what that first group is going to look like because we also got word yesterday that both the Lions and the Falcons are going to play their starters at least a quarter. So we know that we're going to get whatever you see Coming right out of the gate in that starting lineup is where their coaches are looking at it right now as to who their stars are. Doesn't mean things can't change, right? As we say in the wrestling business, plans change, pal, right? So anything can happen. But as of right now, if I had to guess, Jake Matthews will play at left tackle. It will be Elijah Wilkinson at left guard. It will be Drew Dahlman at center, Chris Lindstrom at right guard, and then Caleb McGarry at right tackle. So let's start with McGarry first, because I talked about before on the show how I think right tackle really is the domino that falls to let everything else kind of fall into play. Give McGarry credit. He's done a really good job in training camp, offseason, bulking up, getting thicker, stronger. And then through training camp, he's really won that right tackle job. Now, what does that mean when we get into the regular season and we play against all the top pass rushers in the NFL Remember, literally outside of, you know, Von Miller and outside of Micah Parsons, Falcons are going to see every single solitary top flight pass rusher that the NFL can run up at you. You want Watt, you want the Bosas, you want Mack, you want Garrett, you want this guy, you want that guy. You got them all. If they're not named Von Miller or Micah Parsons, you're going to see everybody who wreaks havoc on a quarterback. So give McGary credit. He has won this job. I don't know how much it's changed because we'll find out actually when the competition level gets going here in the regular season what will we learn in the preseason we'll learn a little bit more about you know was it kind of smoking and mirrors and winning some of these jobs and this that and the other so mcgarry's going to anchor the right tackle spot i think drew dolman and and it's still a competition in a battle between hennessy and dolman right now if you're out of practice and you see they're rotating those guys in and out they're splitting the first team reps with those guys But again, I think if there is an advantage, Dolman was drafted by this organization, right? There's a little bit more of a tie to him. And I think that he's going to get his shot to start coming up on Friday night when they take on the Lions. That could change. You know, again, Hennessy's the incumbent out there. But I do think that they are looking for something different on this offensive line. And then as far as Wilkerson goes at left guard, let's be honest, he's won this job through camp. And he's been, since day one, First day of camp was the only day that Mayfield ran with the first teams. Wilkinson, from there, has won this job, and and he's been with the starters ever since. Now, we'll talk more about this here in just a second, but first, let me talk to you about my folks over at Dave. It is the banking app that, listen, we all get a little bit of a pinch and a crunch where we need a little bit of extra money, right? I mean, look, we all get a little bit behind. Paycheck doesn't come as quick as we'd like sometimes, right? This, that, and the other back to school we've been putting out money for clothes and supplies and all these different things that are happening right now right dave is a way to allow yourself to get as much as 500 instantly through their extra cash so listen you need some money for gas you need some money for more school clothes whatever it is dave is a way to be able to pick up a little bit of extra cash when you need it so here's what we've got going on for you want you to go download Dave, dave download the dave app in your app store right now. That's Dave, D-A-V-E. When you download it, I want you to sign up for your extra cash account and you could get as much as $500 instantly, right? So for terms and conditions, you can go to dave.com slash legal, instant transfer fees apply, banking provided by Evolve, member of FDIC. You need an extra 500 bucks instantly. This is a way to try to get it. Download the Dave app that's D-A-V-E today. So Wilkinson has been running with the first team really since, you know, the first day of practice was Mayfield, and since then, Wilkinson's been doing it. Now, I'll say, does this mean that our offensive line problems are solved if Wilkinson starts and Dahlman starts and this, then, the other? No. I mean, there's a lot to prove for those guys. It does make me feel a little bit better because I've talked about before on this show that I don't want to see the Falcons run it back because there's no way that you can play – Jalen Mayfield and Matt Hennessy side by side and tell me that we're gonna get a different result out of it. Now, playing Wilkinson and Dolman together might not be a whole lot better, but I'll take different. Because when you have arguably the worst interior offensive line in the entirety of the NFL, there should be only one direction to go and that's upward. And making some of these changes, and look, it is a true competition. Like they are legitimately competing for these jobs out there. You would think that with some change, it should be a little bit better. So I'm going to be laser focused come Friday on what this offensive line looks like. Again, it doesn't mean that the final picture is going to be put together, right? We're not going to have the complete picture. We're not going to have the entire thing figured out with just one preseason game in the books. But I am going to be curious first to see what the starting group looks like. And I think it will be Matthews, Wilkinson, Dahlman, Lindstrom, and McGarry. The one thing I know, well, a couple of things I know for sure, McGarry is going to be your right tackle. Now, that could be good. That could be bad. We will see. But with all due respect to Jermaine Effetti, there's a reason why he's on his second team and the first five years of his career as a first-round draft pick and this, and the other. There's a reason why the Bears, and we'll talk about, you know, Bears player that is more, you know, on the move that I would like than all the cast-offs and things we've gotten from the Chicago Bears. But, if he couldn't be that Jermaine Effetti, he might not even be, you know, shouldn't might not even be in the league at that point. So McGarry has, I'll give him credit, locked up that right tackle job. Lindstrom, obviously, no one's knocking Lindstrom off. No one really right now is going to lock Jake Matthews out, knock off Jake Matthews out of that left tackle spot. But the change of Wilkerson and potentially Dolman. And look, we don't know for sure that it's going to be Dolman. I'm not saying that this is set in stone because Hennessy could get the start coming up on Friday. They may want to see more out of Hennessy coming up on Friday. What we do know is that you're going to see a lot of different offensive linemen that are going to play over these preseason games. And I like the fact that both coaches have already come out and said, we're going to play our starters at least a quarter. You know, Dan Campbell, Arthur Smith, they both talked about, we're playing our starters. Arthur Smith has said, if you're healthy enough to play, you're going to play on Friday. That's a good thing. And Campbell has already said, at least a quarter out of my starters. So we want to get a better snapshot because with only three preseason games now, You need to get a better snapshot of what some of these guys are going to look at. So I'm going to be fascinated. I've talked about this all through the pre, you know, camp and in the preseason here about the Falcons offensive line, because I think that is the key to what the Falcons are going to be this year. If you want to tell me the Falcons are going to be better and they're going to be a better offense and they're going to be able to control the football a little bit more then it all starts with that offensive line. Yeah. I'm going to watch running backs and receivers and quarterbacks and, all that good kind of tight ends and all that good kind of stuff, right? And I'll be interested to see the combinations and who makes plays, who does. but it's going to start with those five guys up front. And that was such a disastrous weak spot for the Atlanta Falcons last year. 29th in the NFL as far as grade goes, arguably the single worst interior offensive lineman. Now look, the Mayfield situation is also going to be fascinating because in talking to some people, there are questions about whether or not he will make the roster. I think it's, I would be amazed if Jalen Mayfield doesn't make this roster. I would be amazed that after starting all last year, that he would come back in his second year and not make the roster. I don't think he's starting. I don't think he's going to be your starting left guard, but I would be amazed if he doesn't make the roster. So he'll be your swing interior offensive lineman. A Fetty will be your swing right tackle. Although there's been some interest in a Fetty around the league that Who knows? Falcons may end up trading when all is said and done. But that offensive line is going to be where my eyeballs are going to be laser focused in on coming up on Friday night when they get to their first preseason game in Detroit. All right. When we come back, bring Roquan home. Let's bring him. Let's make the deal. Let's talk about that next. Hitting hard with John Chuckry, Locked On Sports Atlanta. Back with you on Hitting Hard with John Chuckry on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser be a part of our ever-growing community by hitting that subscribe button almost 2900 folks that have signed up now to be a a member of our community there we appreciate uh, all the folks that have jumped in and joined us leave us a five-star review when you download us for free on your favorite podcast platforms including spotify and odyssey and as always follow me on my personal twitter page at jmch316 so roquan smith the linebacker for the chicago bears former first round draft pick who of course Played at the University of Georgia, and he's from Montezuma, Georgia, uh, by the way. Uh, Eighth overall pick in the 2018 draft. He put out a tweet saying that he wants to be traded by the Chicago Bears. Now he's entering into his fifth year, his final, his final, final year of his rookie deal. Right, fifth year that they picked up. And look, he's going to be in line to make a whole bunch of money. He's in line to be another somewhere. Projections are $17 to $20 million linebacker right there, okay? If Roquan wants to be traded, here's what I say. Bring him back to us. Bring him home. Bring him to Georgia. Bring him to the Atlanta Falcons. Now, the interesting thing about Roquan is physically, he measures out about the same as Deion Jones. They're both 6'1". Roquan's listed at about five to seven pounds heavier than Dion, so it's not a huge difference physically. Here's the thing, though. Roquan, for the last, you know, in his career with the Bears, has played in their 3 4 defense. They are switching over to a 4 3 defense this year (laughs) with their new coordinator, but he's been in a 3 4 defense since he's been in Chicago. And he's a guy that obviously has been a very productive player in the NFL. In fact, he's been second team all pro the last two years. So the pandemic year and then last year, second team all pro player, right? He's been. He's been a guy who can do a little bit of everything. He can make an interception, right? We we know what he did in Georgia. He can run sideline to sideline. He's a ball hawk. He can pick passes off. He can cover. He can recover fumbles. He can do this. He can tackle. He can do all of those things that you would want out of a linebacker for this DP's defense. Bring him home. Now, look, does that mean that the Bears want Deion Jones or what have you? Probably not. Do they want to just add a $20 million linebacker onto their roster? Because Roquan, by the way, is only about a $9 million guy this year, $9, $10 million on the cap. He's not a whole lot of money because he's in his fifth-year rookie option, right? So he ain't costing you a whole lot of money. Falcons do have the money, so I'm not worried about that aspect of it. But what do the Bears want back in return? Might cost you a player and a draft pick for all of it. Fine, whatever. Look, we're looking for playmakers We're looking for guys to be stars on our defense, right? We're looking for guys to make a difference. We need more talent on this defensive side of the football. We need more guys who are playmakers. Roquan Smith fits that bill, especially at a position where you feel like there's so much flux, whether it's going to be Deion Jones staying or Michael Walker, Ike Wachowski, Rashawn Evans, right? There are some guys, Troy Anderson, that they drafted. There are some guys that are intriguing. But if we're starting to look for known commodities and we're starting to look for things that you feel like you have something that's, you know, a, I don't want to say a completely finished product, but Roquan Smith is a guy that we know what we're getting with him. And he's played in a similar type of system that Dean Pease is going to run. And while he's not maybe physically a whole lot different from Deion Jones, his production has been there and he's only 25 years old and look, it's going to cost you some money. But remember everybody telling me about all this cap space that's available at the end of the year? And remember Arthur Smith a few months back saying that the big thing about cap space is signing your own guys? Ding, 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 right? So if you've got the cap space next year and you're going to have to give him a contract extension, they've got the money to do it. This is where your cap space is a benefit. Cap space is not a good thing, by and large, to have means you haven't been a very good organization as far as drafting and acquiring players. But in this case, if you're going to sign one of your own guys, this is what you want the cap space for. So all of it makes too much sense to bring in here. Now, we'll talk more about this in just a second. But first, my folks over at BetOnline.net are sponsoring the show today. Listen, baseball cranked up in full goal right now, right? We're in the NFL preseason. Falcons start up on Friday. We've already had the Hall of Fame game, right? this weekend nfl football gets cranked up hardcore you've got you've got esports you've got golf you've got mma you got boxing you got everything available to you at betonline.net your fastest and easiest way to find all of your betting needs right so you can use that mobile device head over to betonline.net all of your sports wagering information live in-game betting scores podcasts everything that you need is right at your fingertips with the betonline.net app. And listen, you can find reviews, you can you can get all of your scores out there. Head there today to betonline.net, use your mobile device, learn about the action that's happening. betonline.net is where the game starts. So look, again, I don't know what the price is going to be, but if a guy wants out and he's in the final year of his deal, the asking price is probably not going to be ridiculous for Roquan Smith and to be honest with you, where else would he wanna go? He comes to a similar style of defense. You could plug him right in and you could play him and you feel good about one of those inside linebacker spots, right? And whether you, whether the Falcons decide that they're gonna cut Deion, whether they're gonna trade him, I still believe that Deion Jones is not going to be here on this roster at the end of the day. I don't know if that means they're gonna trade him. I don't know if that means they're gonna cut him. I don't know what that means, but I don't think Deion Jones when they line up week one or whatever it is, September 7th or whatever, when they line up week one of the NFL season, I don't think Dion is going to be on the roster. And for a defense and an organization that's looking for young, good talent, like for all due respect, how many second team all pro players do we have on this roster right now? What's that about? None. You know, I mean, A.J. Terrell is that kind of player. Maybe Kyle Pitts will be that kind of player. But we have very few of those guys that we look at that are, building blocks for our organization moving forward and yeah it's going to cost you some money but again that's what all this cap space is for right for all the talk about cap purgatory this year and all the dead money and things like that now is the time to use it bring in a young player give them the contract extension yeah it's going to cost you a whole bunch well i don't want to get back into a big contract you want talent you got to pay for it folks you want you want a guy like roquan smith second team all pro the last two years you're going to have to pay some money because you put guys like that in the open market, he's going to get $17, 20000000 million. And again, that's what cap space is for. Doesn't do you any good to have cap space if you don't spend it, right? Doesn't mean anything to have cap space if you're not going to use it on players that you want to lock up long term. So Roquan makes all the sense in the world. My message is bring him home. If he wants out of Chicago, where else? What better place for him to do than come back home to Georgia, come play for the Atlanta Falcons, would love to see it, would love to see him here. And he helps increase your talent level and look at at a position where you can use a lot of help, right? You need a lot of help in that inside linebacker spot. Not everything is kind of set in stone. I'll be curious to see what Michael Walker's role is gonna be. Keywood Calci is gonna be kind of one of their swing linebackers, right? Rashawn Evans is a guy that Dean Pease has talked about that he couldn't understand why the Tennessee Titans let him go. So if you told me we got Evans, we got Troy Anderson, we got Roquan Smith, all and Michael Walker, all of these guys inside, how much better do you feel about your inside linebacking core at that point, right? Because we know Deion Jones isn't really the ideal fit physically for what this defense wants to do. And you saw his struggles kind of bubble up to the surface last year. Doesn't mean Deion Jones doesn't have value. Still a very good coverage linebacker can still be a very productive piece in this league. And again, the Bears are gonna switch over to a 4-3 defense this year. Maybe that's a better fit for him when all is said and done. Whatever, that's for them to figure out. Who knows, he might not even be, Deion Jones might not even be part of a package if you decide to trade for a Roquan Smith. All I can tell you is this, bring Roquan home. Let's get him back to Georgia. I love the idea that if he wants out of Chicago, What better place to do than come to the Falcons? Falcons have money. They're going to have money to spend. They can use some of their assets. And if you told me we have to give up a draft pick or two, fine. I'd rather have the known commodity than roll the dice on guys that I don't know what they're going to be. Bring Roquan home. Let's see if the Falcons can get this thing done. All right, when we come back, how long is Ian Anderson going to be down in the minors? We'll kind of ponder that question up next. Hitting hard with John Chuckery here on Locked on Sports Atlanta. Hitting hard with John Chuckler here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com and put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. Subscribe to our page. Leave us a five-star review on our uh, on on uh, your favorite podcast platform that you can download us on Spotify, Odyssey, whatever your favorites are. Free and available to you. And then, of course, follow me on my personal Twitter page at jmch316. So Ian Anderson is going down to Gwinnett, right? And not really a surprise. I mean. His ERA year-over-year is about 1.6 runs difference. I mean, it's it's a staggering increase just year-over-year. For a guy who was the best postseason pitcher that the Braves had last year. And think about he's been in every big moment that's imaginable out there. Now, he's not in Gwinnett just yet because the Braves have another doubleheader coming up this weekend against the Marlins. And right now, he is the 27th man that they are going to use him in a start in that double header coming up on saturday so he's going to get one more start up here and then he's going to head down to the minors and try to fix some things so how long is he going to spend down there that's going to be the intriguing question for all of it my guess would be that he's probably going to make three or four starts while he's down in the minors because to be honest with you i know Oda Rizzi didn't blow things away but he's fine and you've got four quality starts. you feel good about obviously. Freed, Wright, Morton, and Spencer Strider, right? And now that we know that there's no innings limitation on Spencer Strider, you don't have to feel like, well, I better make sure I've got plenty of guys up here because I'm going to have to watch and monitor him. No, you can let Strider do his thing and not really think about it. You'll watch him, you'll monitor him, I get all that. But by and large, you're going to turn him loose and let him do his thing. So I'm not going to be surprised if Ian Anderson isn't down there for a little while, make three or four starts and see if they can get some things figured out. Now, I said before, I'm not going to say it's a mistake to send Ian Anderson down, but I'd rather him be up here and try to figure out some things because, look, he's been in every big moment that's imaginable, right? It's not like he hasn't seen everything imaginable. You can throw it from postseason a World Series to high pressure, high leverage, high everything, right? And and at times he's really succeeded. At times it's not been so good. And I understand that this, this has been a really lost year for Ian Anderson. When, young, when guys are like that when they're young, you know, we've seen this with Braves pitchers all the time. Guys go up, guys go down. You get the Partridge family bust. You start running from Buford to Smyrna and back and blah, 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 blah. You never know what the result is going to be. That's why I'd rather keep him in this environment with the big club. Let him and Rick Kranitz try to work through some of these things. Whatever it is, watch video, change something up, whatever. That's what you have a pitching coach for, right? Is to help fix some of these things. And I understand maybe they feel like that he needs to go down and tweak some things and get some extra starts down in the minors. That's fine. But this is not going to be like one, maybe two starts, and Ian Anderson's all of a sudden going to be back up and fixed and and ready to go. I think he's going to spend a little bit of time down there. Now, again, their season still runs through the month of August and into September, so it's not like that their season is about to be over. They're not like five or ten games away from being over with the season. They still have a ways to go. They'll be done before the Braves will be done, but they still have a ways to go through August and then September as well. So there's plenty of opportunity for him to get some work down there whether it's making starts whether it's doing some side sessions and things like this so i expect ian anderson is going to spend a decent amount of time down there will he run through the rest of the season down there probably not probably won't be in triple a for the rest of their season but would it surprise you if so because look again you feel like you have your four starters at the top Oda Rizzi can be that fifth guy and mostly because of just the double header again this weekend. That's back-to-back weekends of a double header. You feel like you want to give Anderson one more shot. Who knows? If he pitches well, maybe his time down in the minor leagues will be shortened up a little bit. But I think they're going to keep him down there for a little while and give him some work and let him try to work some things out because they need him come postseason time. All right, we'll talk more about this in just a minute. But first, let me talk about my favorite, my folks over at Coffee AM coffeeam.com your best small batch coffee roaster in america located right here in the state of georgia up in canton great online coffee company i drink their coffee every day i'm drinking the organic roast today you go to their menu at coffeeam.com you're going to see all kinds of coffees you like flavored coffees you like organic you like dark you like k-cups whatever it is that you need or want they've got your great selection of coffees teas and gift sets available at coffeeam.com And again local here to the state of georgia so here's what we want you to do okay i want you to go to coffeeam.com backslash locked on coffeeam.com backslash locked on i want you to roll through their extensive menu coffees teas gift sets you need a mug whatever all of it's available to you at coffeeam.com when you go through and you put together that first order on coffeeam.com you get to the checkout i want you to use the coupon code locked on that's locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n Use the coupon code LOCKEDON at checkout, and you will get 15% off that first order of coffees, teas, and gift sets. 15% off simply by using the code LOCKEDON at checkout. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You're gonna love these folks. Their products are amazing. I literally drink their coffee every single day. I make a little pot of coffee for them every day. I appreciate these folks so much. You know I'm a coffee junkie out there. Can't live without my coffee. Had to go buy a new coffee maker over the weekend. CoffeeAM.com. They are the folks to check out. Best small batch coffee roaster in America, located right here in Georgia, in the Canton area. So hopefully they get Ian Anderson fixed because they need him for the postseason. And coming off of what he did last year in the postseason and his experience, that is so invaluable. With all due respect to Strider, you know, look, he may be, he may end up being, you know, Kurt Schilling or Randy Johnson or Pedro Martinez in the playoffs. He may be the most dominant thing that we've ever seen. But with rookies, you never know. You'd like to feel like you have more of a known quantity when you're going to be in these high leverage playoff moments. Anderson's got that. So again, if it takes a little bit of time for him down there, then give it to him. Because I don't think it's that important for him to be on the big club right now. I don't think even with the pennant race going on and trying to catch the Mets and things like that, I'd rather him get fixed for the long-term down there than worry about the short-term gratification of trying to get things handled up here, right? Rather than worrying about trying to catch the Mets, you take the guys that you've got and you've got plenty of talent, okay? If you don't catch the Mets, it's not because Ian Anderson wasn't up here on the big club. It's because other guys didn't get it done. Your offense didn't get it done. Your pitching staff didn't get whatever. The Mets are better than you. Now, that's always a possibility, right? I know we don't like to talk about that, but maybe the Mets are Better than the Braves this year. Whatever it is, I don't really care. It's more important for me to get Ian Anderson fixed for the long haul that starts more with the playoffs. Do I think that Anderson will be up in time to make a few starts? Yeah, mostly because the Gwinnett season will be done before the Braves season will be done. The Braves are going to play into early October, right? And obviously, that second to last series of the year is against the New York Mets. So I expect him to spend some time down there, maybe make at least four starts, maybe five starts, six starts. Who knows? I don't think this is going to be make a start or two, Oh, I got it figured out. I'm going to be back up with the big club. No, I think it's going to be like that. I think he's going to stay down there for a little bit and really work on getting some things right for this long term. And hopefully it happens. And hopefully he can get back up here and be the guy that we're more used to seeing. Hopefully he gets back to being that clutch guy in the playoffs. Hopefully he gets back to being one of our young, consistent starters up here. You know, we all want Ian Anderson to succeed. He is part of the future of this club. But he's got some things he's got to figure it out. When a guy goes year over year and he's putting up over a run and a half per game higher than he was the season before, it's been a really lost season for Ian Anderson. I think we're all hoping he gets this thing fixed up, but expect him to be down in the minors for a decent amount of time, that he's going to be down there working on some things. And hopefully he'll get back in time for the playoffs to get this thing cranked up and going. All right, we thank you so much for making Hit and Hard with John Chuck your first listen every day. Want you to make ATL Day Ones your second listen every day, my friends Jarvis Davis and Tanitra Batiste, talking about all things in the heart of the city of Atlanta, Braves, Hawks, Falcons, Dogs—they got everything covered around the Atlanta sports scene. A lot of pop culture stuff, a lot of fun stuff. Great discussion with those two. They're both friends of mine. Check out their podcast, free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms on Spotify and Odyssey. They are on our YouTube page as well at Locked On Sports Atlanta. And as always, I ask you to give me a follow on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. We will be back with you tomorrow. This has been hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.